We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. Saints of God, I know you already know this, but our God is a good God. Everything about our God and everything He does is good. Our God is also a God of transformation and manifestation. So, since our God is a good God and everything He does is good, then that means all the transformations and manifestation that He causes to happen are all good too. Saints of God, since that's true, then we ought to let God bring whatever transformation and manifestation in our lives that he wants to do. Because whatever that transformation or manifestation might be, one thing we know for certain is that since it came from him, then it's going to be good too. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. If you got a Bible, I invite you to turn to James chapter 1 and let's have some fun as we dive back into this word that God gave me to give to you. James chapter 1, let's begin reading at verse 16. It reads, Do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and come up down from the Father of life with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Notice, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. And come down from the father of lights in whom there is no variableness, nor a shadow of turning. God gives good gifts to me and you. We found out that that word good means good in any sense. It's not just good in this kind of sense, but not in that kind of sense. Oh, it's good in any sense, including in things that don't make sense to me and you. They're still good because if it comes from God, it's good. The changes that God wants to do in the midst of our life are good because they're going to come from God. The manifestations that come in our lives because of God are all going to be good because God is good. He's a God where there is no variableness, nor a shadow of turning. He don't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's a good God. Why should you change? He's good already. Praise God. And every gift that comes from him is good, too. We found out that that word good also translates a benefit, a benefit, which means it'll be a benefit to me and you. That's whether we understand it, don't understand it. Whether we like it or don't like it, it'll still be a benefit to me and you. How many people have God ever caused a change to happen in your life that initially you didn't like it. You were like, oh, Lord, here we go again. Praise God. But then after that change happened and you begin to start seeing the benefit of it happening, you're like, I know, I know, I like this. Praise God. Couldn't take it back if they wanted to. If God said, give me that change back, you're like, uh-uh, because you like the new change. Just like you guys are different than you used to be, too. But all of those are good changes that God wants to happen in the midst of our life. So since God is good at giving good changes, then we should desire the transformation and manifestation that God wants us to have. We should desire those. 
Not to the point that we go all off balance and all off base and try to, you know, even get up in God's face and to ask him what's taking him so long. No, that's wrong. No, don't do that. Don't do that. God knows exactly when to do things. He's been good. He's been God for a long time. You, you just been God for a couple of years. You don't know nothing about how to be a God. So just trust him and go ahead and let him do what he do. He know the timing. That's even good, too. Praise God. But yet we know that all the changes that God wants to happen in our life are for our good. Change is available to me and you. In order to better the life that's lived by us. So it can be better than the one we now live. It can be better than that one too. God wants you to have a better life. Pastor, I got a better life. God wants you to have a better life still. Well, I got a better life still. He wanted more better, more better, more better. That's what he wanted for you. Just cooperate with him and let the transformation process that he began in me and you to be able to continue. He started it when we first got born again, but it's not come to an end. Because there's more that he wants to do with us to change us. He wants us to live the abundant life. He wants us to be able to be a people who live the abundant life. I ain't just talking about having a lot of money, but I ain't Xing that out either. Praise God at the same time. But yet God wants us to live the abundant life, the kind of life that he wants us to live and have to live. But in order for us to do that, we got to be able to learn how to be able to step into this life that he asked for us to live. That's part of the transformation that he'll do for me and you is learn us how, old folk you say, learn us how to be able to do what he wants us to do and step into what he has to do. Look at your neighbor, say, say, learn me, learn me. Praise God. Amen. But one of the things we need to learn is how to let Satan stop blocking us from stepping into the life that God has in store for us. Because John chapter 10 says, he says, the thief cometh not before to steal and to kill and destroy. I am come that you might have life and that you have it more abundantly. Which means there's two desires that are stated that, that are here in this world. One of the desires is Satan's desire. It's to steal, kill, and destroy every opportunity you have to live the life that God wants you to do. So that you can have death and death more abundantly rather than life and life more abundantly like God intended you. Jesus said, I'm come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Now, both of them want to do what they do, but the question is, is which one is going to get to do what they want to do in you? That depends on who we cooperate with. That's why that's part of the learning process that we have is learn to quit cooperating with the devil. Look at your neighbor and say, just stop it. Just stop it. We need to just learn to stop cooperating with the devil and learn to cooperate with God, which is part of the transformation process that he's going to continue in me and you. More recently, we've been working on being transformed in and by God's hand, being transformed in and God's by, by God's hand. Because first Peter told us, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. He said, humble yourself, which means bow your will, bow your way to what God has to say. And that's what we need to learn to do each and every day is to bow our will and bow our way to what God has to say. Because God's right about everything. We're wrong about most things until we line our lives up with God. And then we can be right about the things that we've been there, too. That's why we found out that we need to place ourselves on the potter's wheel and allow the potter to be able to do his will with me and you. We need to get on that wheel, praise God, and just allow him to begin to transform me and you. To start putting his mighty hand into the middle of our lives and start remolding us and reshaping us to the people that he wants us to be so we can do what he wants us to do. So we can be transformed to be a powerful people. Transformed to be a people who live by faith and not by sight. Transformed to learn how to live this thing, well quit living this thing wrong and start living this thing right transformed so that he could put everything in us necessary to be able to mold us into the people that he want to be and then remove everything in us that could be an obstruction for us being the people that God want us to be. Praise God. And we found out for transformation to occur, we have to hear God's word. I said we have to hear God's word. Is there another way? No. 
He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the way. Who is I? Jesus. Who is Jesus, the Son of God? Who is that? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In verse 14, he took upon flesh and dwelt amongst us, and we beheld his glory, that of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So he is the Word of God. So it's by way of the Word of God that the transformation occurs. That's why we want to go ahead and hear us some Word and get us some more Word. That's why we go to the potter's house to be able to hear the Word. So that he can then use the water of the word of God to help soften us and transform us into the people that he wants us to be. So that in the end, we'll look back and thank God for the fact that he did what he did to us. Whereas God, thank you for transforming my end. We was going in the wrong direction. Now we're going in the right direction. We was doing the wrong things. Now we're doing the right things. I'm speaking faith over you right now. Praise God. I said we was doing the wrong things and now we're doing the right things. We done finally lined our lives up with what God said do so that a transformation can happen to me and you. That's why today we'll begin with talking about transformed by God's word. Transformed by God's word. Because since God's word is the agent of transformation, then we need to find out a little bit more about this word and its part to play in our transformation. Transformed by God's word. Now, just for once again, for reestablishing, because it's been a few weeks since we got a chance to be able to hear this word. So I just want to make sure that we the foundation is set. And, you know, you guys remember the stuff that we're talking about. Biblical transformation is what God wants to do. I said biblical transformation It's what he wants to do with me and you. Biblical transformation means change or renewal. Change or renewal. It can be both. It can be change as in we've been changed for the first time. And then change again and again and again along the line. Or it can be renewal where we used to be something that we stopped being. But God can restore us back to our true being where we used to be something, but we stopped being. Now, some of y'all don't know nothing about that because you're so consistent and so steady at doing what you do that you don't know how some of us started off one way, but then end up another way. And we need to get put back the way the way used to be in the old way. Praise God. Shandarabosa. Like God's trying to restore old time religion to his church right now too. Praise God. Cause it done got so newfangled and new finangled and stuff like that, 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 that we don't even recognize that it's being changed and, and, and altered right before our very eye. So he's trying to restore some things and renew some things. Now it can speak also of the change or renewal of a situation or a circumstance in which we're involved or live our lives and the change or renewal of us as a people. It can be one or the other. It can be change or renewal of a situation or a circumstance in which we're involved or which we presently live our lives. Because some of us done found ourselves in situations and circumstance where we need a change. Praise God. That's whether we know it or don't know it. We need a change. Hey Amen. That's whether you know it or don't know it. In fact, sometimes the best ones that you need change from is the ones you don't know. Because you walk around thinking everything fine. Dody old old. You just walk around dody old old thinking everything is fine. Just dody old old. And you don't even know you the dodo that's walking in the middle of this thing, doing things that you ought not do. That's why God wants to make a transformation inside of me and you. He wants to turn the light on in your life so that you can be able to look and see what's really going on in your life and be like, OMG, I had no idea that this is what I was living in and this is what was happening to me. So you can go ahead and cooperate with God and be able to make that change. Has that happened to anybody ever before in life? Well, God turned the light on in your life and you're like, ooh, ooh, glory to God. Ooh, look at that. Ooh, Jesus is Lord. Praise God. 
I used that example before. I'm going to use it one more. Praise God. Act like I didn't use it. That used to happen back when some of us, you'd be in the club too. Praise God. Well, we would stay till the time that they would close the club down. Praise God. Holler, some of y'all had to go home before you, your glass slippers ran out. But some of us, we used, we used to be there when they used to blink the lights. Praise God. Anybody remember when they used to blink the lights? And it's when DJ would say, last call. Oh, yeah, y'all was there, so you know what I'm talking about. Praise God. Last call for alcohol. Praise God. Usually that's when the DJ would put on a nice slow song. Praise God. So, hey, man, and he would keep off the lights. Praise God. So you could draw a little closer. And you get to dance when you, it's when you go get your last dance with the last one. Praise God. And then you dance and thinking like, all right, now this could, this could work. Maybe we could see what can happen for the rest of this night. Praise God. Y'all know nothing about that. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. And then when the song was over, they turn the lights on and you see what's in your arms. You'd be like, oh, Jesus. Oh, glory to God. You're like, oh, that's all right. That's all right. All that stuff I was whispering in your ear. Don't pay no attention to what I say. I was just practicing. Praise God. I was just, I was just kidding. I was just kidding. <laughs> God to turn the lights on on you. Praise God. Somebody got to know what I'm talking about. And then there's some other transformations where he changes us as a people so that we can be the people that he wants us to be, who live our lives totally free and totally victoriously in everything that we do. Either one of them are going to be good because they're going to all be from God. So it speaks of us no longer being a people who reflect more of the devil in his ways in our lives and actions than God who died for us so that we can live our lives his way, no longer live in our lives, our lives the old way. Because sometimes God wants to trans- make a transformation in our life so we can reflect more of who he is in our life. Now, we're already reflecting some of him in our life. Look at your neighbor and say, I see some God in you. I see some God in you. God. But he wants it to be some more. He don't want after us to be squinting hard in order to be able to see it. We're like, is that, is that God? Is it? He wants us to be able to, if we farsighted, nearsighted, we still see it clearly. Praise God. We have to be like. Oh, no, oh, no. Speaks of us also no longer being a people who reflect more the world from which Jesus died to deliver me and you. To live in a life that reflects more of God that now lives on the inside of me and you. Because some of us, look at your neighbor and say, he ain't talking about us, though. He ain't talking about us. Some of us, we actually still reflect a way too much of the world in the midst of our life. Mm-hmm. Living a life no longer conforming to the ways of this world that God hates. And doesn't want us to be like too. So therefore a transformation is necessary on the inside of you. Now many of us have taken many steps in that direction. As in M-A-N-Y, not M-I-N-I. But hey, even if it's M-I-N-I, praise God, at least you're headed in the right direction. Praise God. Um, it's, it's good, at least you're headed in the right direction. But we can take bigger steps in the right direction. So that we can be able to be transformed in life. Once again, this type of transformation is the one God desires all of his people to experience. He wants us to experience a transformation both in the conditions and circumstances in our life where thing is over, no longer affecting us in life like it used to. And he wants to make the changes on the inside of me and you so that we can then reflect in our lives the things that he wants us to do. This kind of transformation, though, can only happen after we put our lives in God's hands and let him do what only he can do in the midst of our lives. We have to put our lives in God's hands. I said we have to, because if we don't do, it won't happen to me and you. We can want it to happen to me and you, like some of us have been wanting to lose weight for years. Praise God. Hallelujah. But unless you do specific things, it ain't going to happen. In fact, we're going to have more weight, praise God, than we were before. And we're going to be like, wait, 
How am I getting more weight? Whereas God, and that's because we still eating and ain't doing what we're supposed to do to get it off us like we used to. We still sedentary. Whereas God sitting there like a rock. Whereas God full of that old heavy food. Whereas God, I ain't getting no amens. I just got y'all just looking. <laughs> and we wonder, we got to go someplace. We have to let God remold us and reshape us. Speaking of shape, he leaving, we can reshape us back into the people that we're supposed to be. So we could be a people that smile when we walk instead of huff and puff like we, we ought not do. Now, although this kind of transformation, that is change, will be seen outwardly by everybody eventually. It first manifests inward. Although this change will be seen by out, outwardly by everybody eventually, it actually starts internally in such a way as it happens in a you and me before it's out there for everybody else to see. It has to happen in me and you. See, God doesn't want us faking where we act like the change has happened, but the change really hasn't happened. God wants us to really be a people that's through and through the people that he wants us to be doing what he wants us to do. But this kind of transformation only comes because we've had our minds renewed. Turn to Romans chapter 12, please. Romans chapter 12, because we had our minds renewed. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the renewal of our mind. Now, hurry up, let me let you let you, let me hurry up and let you know that this one don't happen to the Ocus Pocus Aliocus. So don't happen by no magic dust that's thrown over you or even no man or woman of God laying their hands on you. Mm-mm. Because even when they lay their hands on you, it's outwardly. Praise God. But it don't change your mind about nothing. And until your mind is changed, there's going to be no change in the way you conduct yourself. I said, unless your mind is changed, there's going to be no change in you or how you conduct yourself. Mm-hmm. You can act like you done changed, but let somebody cross you. Let somebody do something to you. Let somebody do something you don't like. Or let God not come through at the speed you think he should. We'll find out you're still the same person. You're still the same person. God wants to make a change in you. Look at your neighbor and say, now nah, he is talking about us. Now nah, he is talking about us. I love the word of God, though, because it tells us how God wants us to cooperate with him so that he can get done in our lives what he wants to do. Romans chapter 12 gives that revelation to me and you. Because for us to be truly transformed, our minds have to be renewed. I said have, not should be, have to be renewed. Begin reading at verse 1. He said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. You already know that that word reasonable speaks more of intelligent. It's the intelligent thing for you to do. It's the smart thing for you to do. And that's to put your, to, to bring your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. Holy and acceptable unto God. as a living sacrifice. Now, to me and you, we think like, amen. But to the Jew that it was originally written to, he like, Say what? As a living sacrifice? Because they understood the sacrificial system. Whereas you would take an animal that was alive and slay it. You, you would drain the blood from it. Praise God. Cut it down the middle. Praise God. You know, and then throw it on this big barbecue pit. Praise God. Where the flames would be coming up. And then it would transform that, that, that body into ashes. Praise God. And then they would take the blood and the ashes and then they would go back and do a particular thing as a sacrifice unto God with it. It's called a dead sacrifice, praise God. But God said, I don't want no more dead sacrifices because he, he stopped taking those a long time ago. What God wants now is a living sacrifice. He said, in fact, I want you to present your body as a living sacrifice. Or another way of saying, saying that bring your butt up in here 
and let me do with you what I want to do. And you be the living sacrifice. Can you imagine if that was that, that lamb that they threw up there wasn't dead? And it jump up there and, 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 and get on that, that big barbecue pit and it's in that thing like, hey, this, I don't know about this. Until one of them flames jump up and hit him. He like, ho, oh, oh, ho, no. And he jump up off of there. He got four legs and all four of them would come up off of there. Praise God and jump and jump back on that ground and be like, no, uh-uh. Why? Because that's uncomfortable to me. I can feel it in my flesh. I said, that's uncomfortable to me. I can feel it in my flesh. And that's one of the reasons why God says to you, look, I'm beseeching you to present your body unto me as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Let, throw yourself up on that thing that I use to transform people. Hallelujah. That may be uncomfortable to your flesh. See, a lot of us, we like the idea of transformation. Would you like transformation? Yeah, I want some transformation. How about you? Give me two helpings of transformation. That's because it ain't hit your flesh yet. Praise God. Because once it hits your flesh, that's when we start finding about whether you think it's a reasonable thing for you to do or not. Because a lot of us, we'd be like, wait a minute now. I don't know. This is uncomfortable. I don't know. Join the church. Praise God. See, yeah, make sure you come as many times as you can. Well, I'm already coming on Sunday. I'm doing it every week in a row. Skip a few, but I... But I'm doing it every, every Sunday in a row. Praise God. That's more than I ever did before. God said, I want you to increase. And then, and then listen to messages where, where it feel like that pastor frying your butt. Frying you like old baloney. Praise God. Hallelujah. You like, was you bubbling up just like baloney do? You bubble up. Praise God. And I have to put the cross up in the middle of you. Such push you back down on the griddle. Y'all know nothing about that, do you? Y'all, y'all so bougie. Y'all know nothing about frying no baloney. Praise God. <laughs> you are you talking about bologna pate? No, I'm talking about b- bologna. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> bologna. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> bologna. Amen. We have to push you back down and let you fry for a while. She's like, whoa. But he said, look, that's your reasonable, sir. That's the intelligent thing for you to do. It's the smart thing for you to do. Might not feel like it, but it is. Might not like it physically, but it is. It's a smart thing for you to do. Because sometimes you'll be hearing a word that'll be, have you say, amen, amen. Sometimes you'll hear one that say, oh, me. And sometimes you'll be like, oh, no. You got to say, yeah, that's what I got for you. But if you stay up there, this is the transformation process that'll happen to you. Listen to this. He said in verse two, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you. Not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God have dealt to every man the measure of faith. Never allow your familiarity with the scripture cause you to miss what he's saying to you. To the point that you're just like, okay, okay, but it couldn't be okay because you ain't doing it yet. You have to honestly do what he said to do. While you are putting on that po- on that pit, feeling the uncomfortableness of of the information that you get. You got to be willing to not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We hope that you were blessed by what the Word of God had to say. Saints of God, everything that the Word of God says about our God and what He wants to do for me and you is true. He really is a God of transformation and manifestation who wants to do transformations and manifestations in the lives of me and you. Transformations and manifestations that are going to be good for me and you. That's if we let God do them for me and you. So, come on, saints, let's let God be the God he is. Let's cooperate with him and let him cause the transformations and manifestations to happen in the lives of those of us who are his. Let's let God cause transformation and manifestation to happen in the lives of me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, 
Just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. Don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. There's no substitute for being in church, fellowshipping with other believers, and worshiping God in the house of God. I believe every child of God ought to say what the psalmist said when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So, if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all of you who have been a blessing to us by sending words of encouragement by letter or email to us, sharing with us that you're being blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to all of you, thank you. And to all of you who have been so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we want to say to all of you from the bottom of our heart, thank you. The Bible says, God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man sows, that shall he so reap. Well, since all of you have been such a tremendous blessing, us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God's going to do what he said in his word that he would do. That is, make sure that you reap what you've sown. So we thank God in advance for all the blessings that are coming your way because of your being a blessing that you've been to all of us. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do. That is, be a blessing to a blessed people like you. Once again, thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing world we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week.